Hi, Whittier listeners. This is Justin. I'm not on the episode today uh, because we're traveling. But there's something I wanted to mention. It's not really a big thing, but I just think it's important for you to know that every week when we do this podcast, both Dominique and Olivia dress in matching head-to-toe Whittier Wildcat mascot outfits. And it's not a big deal. It's just kind of odd, and I think it's important for you to know that as you're listening to this week's episode. Well, anyway, welcome to the Whittier Wild Chat, episode three. And here is the breakdown of the rundown. We are headed into week two of our rally for registration for the fun run. This is the first big step that we need to take to make the fun run a success. Our goal is $15,000 this year, and it's an exciting event for all of the kids. They get to go outside. They get to hang out with their friends and listen to music, doing a little walking, maybe a little running, and some different things planned with the diversity team this year. It only takes three steps. Click on that link in the email. Register your kiddos. They now have a new family site where people can donate to the whole family instead of each kid and then share on your social media pages. You will be blown away how quickly people start to donate and get that going. So register today. Speaking of the fun run, we have our first raffle prize winners. When you raise over $50, your name gets into a raffle, and we have weekly winners for Poppets. Plus, we're going to have winners for highest earner, second place higher earner, third place higher earner, and we're also going to have for the highest classroom earners. And then if we hit our 15K goal, we will do an all-school prize. So let's take a look at last week's winners are Elise Borders from third grade. Mika Brock from second grade. Liam Knott from first grade. Vivian Blunt from first grade. And Zoe Galeni from fourth grade. Congratulations, guys. Stay tuned for next week's winners. It is Hispanic Heritage Month, and the diversity team is looking to partner with the Spanish teachers on a virtual assembly for flamenco dancers. This is super exciting. Um, There's more to come on this. We're collaborating with the Whittier Spanish teachers and actually the Irving Spanish teachers to see if we can put this together. So stay tuned for more updates on that. Our first Hump Day Cafe is this Wednesday, the 22nd. This is after drop-off and is a continuation of our previous Common Grounds. The twist is you bring your own coffee and we're meeting up at the Garden Learning Center. 
the opportunity is to connect with other parents, find what's find out what's going on at the PTO and just connect all around after school. So grab your coffee and meet us at the Learning Center on Wednesday, the 22nd. Monday is the first day we can start to drop off recess equipment for the kiddos. So if you don't get them on Monday, don't worry, you have the whole week. Basically, go to that Amazon list link in the email and check out to see what the kids are looking for. And then send the equipment with your kids and they can bring it to the classroom to fill their classroom recess bucket. I think they're going to be super excited. They finally have something else to do besides Foursquare. The Diversity Committee has their first meeting September 28th at 6.30 p.m. We originally did have it on the 21st, but there is a district-wide Diversity Committee meeting that day. So our opportunity is to bring the learnings from that meeting to our first meeting. The Diversity Committee is really this opportunity to gather all these voices from Whittier and be able to ensure that we are informing the PTO around events and activities and educating the community. So please join us on September 28th at 6.30 p.m. We only need a few more room liaisons. The room liaisons are a connection point between the PTO and the classroom. This is an easy, minimal lift role where each class has a representative to communicate any high-priority PTO items, plus also be the top or the lead coordinator when it comes to teacher appreciation. Currently, we need liaisons for all the preschool classrooms. Where are you guys? Mrs. Campbell and Mrs. Grant's classroom in kindergarten. First grade, we need Nelson and Turner. For the other first grade, we need Miss Suchek's class. For the third grade, we need Johnson and Jacobson. For the third, other third grade, we need Mrs. Hoyne. And for the fourth grade, we need Luke Hart. So... If you're looking for a simple way to connect with the PTO, this is a great way to do it. So sign up on the link or check it out on the website. Lastly, for the last couple of weeks, the PTO leadership wants to encourage our members to fill out our three-minute survey. We are really looking for a big push before our October 7th PTO meeting to really inform what is going to happen this year. We are looking for about 100 responses. So far, we're at 40. And we really just want to make sure that we're getting everybody's voice to inform the decisions that we are going to be making going forward. Whether or not you participate in the PTO directly is okay. It's just more about hearing your voice to see what you want to see from the PTO. So head to the website, click on the link, three questions, three minutes. All right, today I'd like to introduce our special guest, Christine Grays from the Girl Scouts. She's going to talk to us about all things Girl Scouting. Well, welcome. Today I have uh, our, our second guest of the show, Christine Grays from the Girl Scouts. Welcome, Christine. Hi, thanks for having me. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and the Girl Scouts you represent? 
Um, I've been a Girl Scout leader or volunteer in Oak Park for over 20 years. I started with both of my daughters at Lincoln School on the south side. Okay. And I shepherded both of their troops from kindergarten through uh, 12th grade. I'm the service unit manager of uh, service unit 409, which uh, the council divides us up into service units, and this covers Oak Park, River Forest, and Forest Park. So my responsibility is for recruitment, training, and um, overall management of the over 100 troops that we have in our area. Okay, well, I feel like that's a perfect lead-in from service unit to troops because we are trying to uncover the difference between the Girl Scouts, the Scouts, which I think was the Boy Scouts of America, and the Cub Scouts. Sure. So how would you kind of differentiate those three? Well, I'll explain the Girl Scouts first. The Girl Scouts have a national organization, which is an umbrella organization, which covers the whole country. They've divided the country up into councils. Okay. And so the council that we're in is the Greater Chicago and Northwest Indiana. Got it. That covers from the Wisconsin border all the way down to about Highway 80. Okay. And all of DuPage County east into Indiana Right to right a, a little bit further east of Valparaiso. Okay. So it's it's actually the largest council in the country, and um, until the pandemic, we had the most girls and adults, the most, the highest population of anyone in the country. Wow. Okay. So it's the largest. Um, they spend the largest council in the country. The councils then further divide you up into service units. So our service unit is four hundred nine, and it's Oak Park River Forest Forest Park. There's another service unit, Berwyn, North, uh, and uh, North Riverside. There's another one, Oak Park, or I'm sorry, Elmwood Park and, you know, River, okay. River okay. Grove. So what would you say is really the difference, outside of maybe um, the obvious kind of gender differences, mm-hmm. and the Cub Scouts, it looks like they're doing both. So what do you think really differentiates between the three as far as... Programming? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, why, why which, if I was thinking about the Girl Scouts versus the Cub Scouts, like, what, what should I consider are kind of some of the key differences well number one the girl scouts have been um girl focused for over 100 years the boy scouts have not scouts have a research uh, arm that does research into girls and girl issues the other thing that i would say is um and so they're kind of shoehorning girls into a program that's been running for boys for over 100 years okay interesting our girl scouts is girl led and girl scouts um the girls are supposed to be deciding what they want to do every year now of course that's different for a Daisy who's a kindergarten or first grader and someone who's a freshman or sophomore in high school. Right. Um, the choices that the leader offers is going to be different because of the different age differences. So in a Daisy troop, being girl-led might be, what kind of snack do you want? Um, checking with the girls about what interests they have, so what outings do you want to do this year? Okay. Would you, mm-hmm. And giving them a, a, a set limitation of like maybe two or three choices. Right. Whereas as you get older, we have a progression of – um, girl decision-making and girl leadership. And by the time you get into high school, the girls are supposed to be leading the meetings. They're okay. the ones they're the ones deciding the content of the meetings. They're the ones deciding the, um, the, the activities, the badges right. mm-hmm. that you're going to earn, what things you want to participate in. Like as a service unit, we run five different service projects in the Oak Park River Forest, Forest Park every, every year. We have fun outings where we do a bowling party, we do ice skating parties, we have our archery day, we have kayaking day, stuff like that. And it would be up to the troop to decide which of those activities they want to plug into. Okay, uh, I gotcha. And we also have council-wide events where they could also plug into council-wide events like camps, day camps, resident camps, um, 
they do trips. Um, and right. then as you get older, you have more and more opportunities. The older girls have an opportunity to do Project Law Track where they work downtown. Not work downtown, but they uh, pair up with uh, women from the uh, American Bar Association or the wow. Chicago Bar Association and learn how to do mock trials and go through a, I think it's an eight-week program. They had a similar one with medical uh, a couple of years ago, and they also have Camp CEO where you go to camp and you're paired up with a female leader, a CEO of a company. And so you get mentored in leadership. So when you think about, so I have a first grader and this is kind of what brought up this whole scouting thing, um, is we were looking at the Cub Scouts and then I did not know it was called the Daisies. (laughs) So what, what do you think is the the difference between the Cub Scout for those little ones? Like even a meeting, like what does a meeting look like? Yeah. Like that you could maybe sense that would be the difference between those two. Um, and for that age, I'm not sure if how much, much of a difference okay. there would mm-hmm. be. Um, one of the things that Girl Scouts does is it gives them a nice um, safe space to come where there are no boys. And so they right. can be themselves. A lot of girls, especially once they get older than a daisy level, right? Um, that becomes important to them. Okay. Uh, and other, I think in the Cub Scouts, they mix, right? She not was saying, until fourth or fifth grade. Right, I right. Saying, I think they stay separate until the yeah, fourth right. or fifth grade. So that would be something that, as a parent, you would say, okay, if I go with the Girl Scouts, like it's girl-led, and, and that would be forever. that. Forever. Whereas if I am like, if with the Cub Scouts, then it's, I, it is separated by gender and mm-hmm. then grade, and then I would move up and there would be that socialization of mixing going yeah. on. We have daisies are kindergarten, first grade. Brownies are second and third. Juniors are fourth and fifth. Cadets are sixth, seventh, and eighth. Uh, seniors are first and second year of high school. And then ambassadors are the juniors and seniors in high so school. So they're all Girl Scouts. They just all have Girl those. Scouts. They have different, different, different color vests. Okay. Most people are very familiar with the brownie yeah, and right. the junior because that's the, the green, green one. Yeah. Once, oh. once you get to a cadet, it's beige until you're done. And uh, the adults actually have beige too. And the okay. daisies have a, like a blue. And, you know, one thing we did ask Patty, which I think would be important to know, is I'm always super interested in the sleepaway camps or the camps in the summer because I really yeah. would love to get my oldest to, like, hone that, like, I can I can do this. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like from a daisy to a brownie when it comes to the summer camps? I don't know that they have a lot of daisy summer camps where okay. you sleep away. Because, well, maybe not sleep away, but yeah. do they do a day thing? Oh, sure, they've got day like camps. That? Okay. Um, our council has four camps in the area, uh, and you can get bust. There's a the one that most Oak Parkers go to is Greenwood, which is in Woodridge. Okay, and there's a bus that runs out there, and they do day program. We did we ran camp all this year. Um, in fact, there was a story that I just heard from our seat. I'm a national delegate to the to the national. Okay. Council and so um, we had a call last week, and the CEO told us the, a story about day camp. She said that the the resident or the staff there were telling her that there was this little girl who had come, and they were doing an activity, a craft of tie dyeing pillowcases. And the girl came up to them and said, "I don't know what a pillowcase is," and they were like, "Well, it's the you know it's a protective coating for your pillow so that it doesn't destroy your pillow." And she's like, "I don't have a pillow." And so they ran to the store and bought her a pillow and taught her about pillowcases. And the mom ended up writing a very nice letter thanking them, saying how camp changed the girl's life. And wow. um, and then another mother wrote in and said that uh, her daughter, 
because the pandemic had gotten very shy and very was very rusty with her social skills and was very worried about going back yeah. in person. She was afraid she wasn't going to be able to make friends. Mm-hmm. She said she didn't know how to talk to people anymore. Mm-hmm. But she went to camp, and by the time school came, mm. the girl was all ready to go and was excited and, about going to school. And it's that safe space, I think, especially for girls to be able to, yeah. to kind of so do So these that. were like junior-aged. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ah, That's a really nice story. We're the largest leadership organization for women in the world Mm -hmm. uh, for young girls. And our mission is to build girls, what do they call it, courage, confidence, and character. (laughs) And the only way you do that is by giving them leadership opportunities and the opportunity to figure out how to do that as they get older. And so it's a progressive progressive system of giving the girls age-appropriate ways of building their confidence and leadership. So talk to us about kind of as we wrap up here with if we're interested, whether you got a kindergartner, first grader or a fifth grader, how would they get connected to the local Oak Park troop? Well, you could contact me because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm in charge of all the troops, but Whittier does have an active Girl Scout troops in it. Okay. And um, there, you can also go on the council website which is, you know, just search Girl Scouts Chicago and it'll pop up. Um, and there's uh, information there about how to join. You can There's a button you can click how to join and then you can just join and you tell them what area you're in and they can refer you to a chapter. Okay, okay. Or so to a, it'll, it'll, troop. it'll get you to your yeah. troop. Yeah, but um, the other thing we're doing is um, during the pandemic, a number of troops and members took a pause right yeah. um, because you know people were uncomfortable we did a lot of virtual meetings but that those worked. are tough yeah. those are worked for some and not for others mm-hmm. some kids yeah. were zoomed out by the time the end of the school day came yeah. and some mm-hmm. of the leaders were too yeah mm-hmm. so we're starting up in person again now it's okay. going to be a hybrid thing depending on the troop the troop well you know the younger girls the leaders will kind of guide it but then as the older girls get older they'll decide do you want to meet in person how do you want to do that do you want to meet virtually do you want to have a mix okay a lot of troops are doing a mix during the nice weather they'll probably meet outside yeah someone's backyard or in a park and then once the weather gets inclement maybe they'll move inside maybe they'll change to virtual i mean it's a okay it's going to be a hodgepodge but um we have uh recruiters that are going to be setting up uh recruiting uh, events at most of the or Oak Park schools. So if you guys just, if the parents just keep their eyes open on those electronic backpacks, there'll be a flyer coming out. Okay. Okay. About inter- inter- information about joining the Girl and Scouts. And then maybe what we'll do as well is we'll make sure we have some information on the Whittier PTO website. Mm-hmm. So as a follow-up to this, people can click and get in contact or figure out how they can join. Yeah. yeah awesome. I would have to say... I'm biased. Uh, if I <laughs> if I had a girl, I would definitely put her in Girl Scouts. But um, to be honest, uh, putting a kid in in, in it is better than nothing. In a scouting in, in a general. scouting organization is better than nothing. Um, it really in it really reinforces. A, you know, if you look at the Girl Scout law, being respectful, being t- respectful of authority, taking care of the earth, being a sister to every Girl Scout. I mean, I could name all 10 of them. I could go on for hours. But those are the values you want your kids to grow up with. And this is an organization that really reinforces that. So, great. Well, thank you, Christine, for joining us today. It was a great, uh, I think, wrap-up to the Battle of the Scouts. (laughs) And I feel like all of our questions were answered, right? Yes, absolutely. Thank Thank you you so much. Very interesting. All right, right. and that's it. Uh, That's it for another edition of Whittier Wild Chat. It was a great episode. Um, I just, you know, know, we've been doing these bye outros and got a little 
Might get spicy. It might get spicy out there in the streets. You yeah. know what I mean? I want to have to defend ourselves, uh, Anchorman style, out on the blacktop. So we should probably move on from that. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, how should we end? It? I mean, is it just? Are we just? Is it over? I mean, I'm just gonna grab my book bag and leave. Oh, that's weird. Do you have a? You brought a book bag. Sometimes you gotta have a book bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Deposit a book bag. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I got a lot of stuff. Yeah. Are you 12? In, in my heart of hearts, I might be 12. All right, and that's okay. it. See you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> 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 he did not. <laughs>